0: Next up, a movie review show where Dim and Ree come straight at you with the hottest movie reviews and hot takes for the latest movies releasing. Come join us every time we see a movie live on Instagram.com slash gifteddim63 for the latest movie reviews and updates. What's up everybody? It's been a long time. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Next Up Extras. I'm one of your hosts, Dim. I'm Ree. And today we have watched The Outsiders. Tell me some about that outsider life.
1: Extra, extra, read all about it. Do you think you would be a greaser or a SoSh? Neither. But if you had to choose...
0: I don't, we don't really get uh, a picture of what the Soshas are, so. Yeah, huh. Uh, <sighs> yep, yeah. so let's go right in there.
1: Okay, so The Outsiders is a 1983 drama slash crime movie. It runs for an hour and 31 minutes. It's PG-13. And it was released on March 25th, 1983. The director was Francis Ford Cop- Coppola. Paul po- Coppola.
0: Yeah, he's the, a famous director.
1: The featured song is sung by Stevie Wonder uh, called Stay Gold. It had a budget of $10 million and it box office $33.7 million.
0: Surprising to hear that song at the end and at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they choose to do that? I don't know. I don't know either. There this, are music choices in this whole movie, man.
1: This movie had an all-star cast as with Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, Amelia, Emilio Estevez, uh, Diane Diane Lane. That's who she is. Um, and that's all those are like. That's main, like the main peeps. Those are the main peeps.
0: And this girl who's like the nurse, S.E. something, Hilton Hinton. He looks like freaking uh, C. Thomas Howell looks like um, who's the jackass guy.
1: Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? I don't
0: know his name. Oh my god. I know his name, but I don't know. Yeah, you just look it up. (laughs) But then I gotta go back to that. So, now that we've gone over that, we can get into Johnny Knoxville.
1: Johnny Knoxville.
0: (laughs) We can get into that, you know what we do. The synoptic.
1: A teen gang in rural, rural Oklahoma. The Greasers rural, are per- rural,
0: rural, rural, rural. R- it's rural Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> the Greasers are perpetually at odds with the Socials, a rival group. When Greasers Ponyboy and Johnny get into a brawl that ends in the death of a Social member, the boys are forced to go into hiding. Soon, Ponyboy and Johnny, along with the intense Dallas. Are, and their other greaser buddies must contend with the consequences consequences of their violent lives. While some greasers try to achieve redemption, others meet tragic ends.
0: All right. So you've seen this. I have not seen this. Um, as somebody who hasn't seen this and going into an older movie. Yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah, not bad. Um, I do feel that... Uh, it it seemed very long.
1: <laughs> I agree. It did seem quite long. It, I was just
0: like, every so often, I will just like lose interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but then like, but then like it would catch me back up on some, some stuff. Like um, when uh, they're getting chased by the bullies for the first time or the soldiers for the first time and they end up at the park or whatever and then the incident happens. Obviously, we won't spoil it uh it's old ass movie i mean you're gonna watch it either way if I it's like 1983 yeah fucking shit, man. shit Spo- man spoil the shit out of this movie but we're not <laughs> gonna spoil it anyways there's now an incident are. that happens that that causes a couple of the members to leave and i think that's when i like it hit a high and then it kind of just boop, 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 plateaus it just goes whoop, 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 like a flat line
1: uh everybody knows this story
0: does everybody know the story yeah man i didn't obviously
1: it's something you read in school. We I
0: never read this in school.
1: I can't spoil it.
0: No, oh, this isn't dang. a spoiler. Cast. Anyways,
1: the nurse is played by the author.
0: The nurse is played by the author. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's a weird fact.
1: I know, but I saw the name and I was like, that name looks familiar. So I had to look it up.
0: You. I think maybe we should look up fun facts when we do these. Maybe next time. Yeah. Um. So, as somebody who's seen it and going back and watching it in 2019, what do you? What do? You, what's your take?
1: Um. I agree that I thought it was slow um, or that it was long. It was kind of, it was just kind of. Because I think I've only seen this movie two other times once being in school and then once like outside of school, just like I think on watching it on TV. So my memory was kind of foggy of it, but I still remembered like the gist. Um, I thought it was all right. I, I mean, lo- was, I love seeing greasers. Like,
0: was this an all star cast for the time, or I mean, obviously it's an all star all star cast now, now. But like, I mean, at in 1983, were they all stars then? I think it was Tom Cruise's first movie, wasn't it?
1: Um, I don't think so. But was
0: one of his one of his first m- movies because yeah. his teeth were all fucked up.
1: His teeth <laughs> were real bad. But I know, like, Patrick Swayze for sure, but the rest of them, I don't think it was. This was Patrick's first movie? No, no, it wasn't Patrick's first movie. It was, like, his, like, he was a star. Oh, yeah. He was a star. But he was barely in it. Yeah, but he was a star of the time. And then, um...
0: Because that dude's, like, fucking... That's, like, he's, like, fucking gorgeous. I'm, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? You know, I was,
1: <laughs> while I was looking at him, I was like, he's got a really big head.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the hair, too. Like, he's he had it, like, really puffed up.
1: Like, his whole... He did All the Right Movies in 83, too. Oh, Endless all the right moves. in 81.
0: Okay. So, one of his first few.
1: Yeah. But, uh... He
0: started really getting big in the 90s.
1: Absolutely, yeah man and gosh darn it Emilio Estevez and Michael J. Fox are like long lost brothers
0: yeah they do look quite quite similar they even sound the same yeah uh so uh let's break it down then so plot wise and story I mean two gangs don't like each other uh an incident causes the main group to kind of Spread out. And then there's some some super cheesy brawl at the end.
1: Yeah. Super cheesy brawl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of really dramatic parts in this movie that are like... I mean, over dramatic for the 80s. Can I we think. talk about that
1: music for a moment?
0: Man, the music cues, I feel like, I don't know if it was the copy that we watched, but the music definitely was louder than the voices, and they needed to turn those voices up just a little bit. Just a little bit. Some of the music would drown out people. They'd be like, hey, man, hey, okay? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, 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 man, don't hurt me, man. <laughs> Come Hey man, good, I'm just hey, good hey man, hey hey, 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 hey pow. don't hey man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, the music was so dramatic sometimes, and I just it was I. Uh... And,
0: and going back and watching... this is our third movie out of our extras list, and going back and watching older movies it's just like, it's so weird that they would want to over dramatize just regular stuff. Yeah. Because now our movies are, are we, <laughs> looks like how I would talk to you in no, real life if yeah, this was going to be remade. Yeah, it looks very realistic. But, like, what, I mean, there had to be some kind of appeal to, maybe because it was taken from stage work, that it was maybe more of a, a production.
1: Yeah. I guess that makes sense that, like you know on stage and in theater you you have to over dramatize like your movements. yeah dramatize your movements and you and your even like your makeup and your you know words you have to say certain ways so, Yep. you know it kind of makes sense that movies kind of adapted that style
0: yeah it's just interesting that it took so long for us to <laughs> to get them to talk normal to get like yeah cuz we we went from like Gone with the Wind, which is, like, that transatlantic way of mm. talking to the 80s, which is, like, over-dramatized, uh, like, stage work acting. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get later into 2000s and 90s and up, where it's just, like, regular Yeah. talking. I mean, we got some well, movies we go that. here and there that are all throughout the 2000s and the 90s, too. So we'll get yeah. to those eventually.
1: We definitely go through that stage... Like through the '80s and '90s, though, where everything sounds like their mouth is covered. Yeah. Like everything. I, is I think
0: it's because they're literally hanging the microphone like <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> above their heads. Yeah, it's so weird that yeah.
1: that over that muffled like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> like t- what t- are you t- saying, t- man? <laughs> just say it.
1: So strange.
0: Um.
1: But like, besides the theatrics and the like. Like, did you like the story?
0: I think it was fine. Yeah. I think this movie in particular, I've heard so much about it being, like, a classic, and then watching it now, I don't, I don't feel the same, like, maybe the same wonder.
1: Same, like, nostalgia kind of thing.
0: But, like, it's weird, though, because movies like the first Star Wars, I could watch whatever and it's still fine. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I mean that was what seventy seven. No, mm. I don't remember when the first Star Wars was, but it was before this. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Some movies just don't last or don't have that retain retaining factor that other ones. Do. I
1: think for this movie, people feel that attachment to it because like the book is so beloved. Like the book is, the story. Whereas the movie jumps around kind of a little bit and like hard cuts and you're kind of like, oh, why are we going here? Kind of that. Yeah. You know the book allows you to flow through those transitions and you get more little backstory, of course. And so the book is really lovely.
0: Um, yeah, I didn't read the book. I do have so it. So I don't. I don't really feel like I need to.
1: I can read it out loud. Like oh, you know just like they do in the in the movie.
0: It's great, but. Uh. Uh, the other funny thing with, that I noticed about this movie was the, they do these like really dramatic close-up scenes, but the background isn't... It's like they do it on a green screen, because the background is oh, like... Yeah. They'll have the foreground really close up to the face, but then it'll be like a separate shot that they overlay as the background, <laughs> and it's very noticeable.
1: Like that scene with the water fountain. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: scene with the water fountain, the scene where... Um, there's a character who's lying on a hospital bed looking down. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, it's just a weird decision. I, I guess it would have worked in that time frame, but it's just weird to see Yeah. now. Because a lot of movies, you'll, it's just they blur out the background. Yeah. Or they mm-hmm. make one in focus versus, like, they show the whole picture. It's not, like, two overlaid, yeah. <laughs> separate scenes. Yeah, it's
1: like they just took two pictures and were like, let's stick them together.
0: So anyway, I think um, I'd probably give this movie like a, fuck, uh, shit, like a, You're giving like it a, a C+. Plus. Are we not rating these? We don't rate these. We just talked about it. I don't them. remember. That's fine. But like, I would give it a C+, plus as somebody who's never seen it. Do
1: you want to know what the...
0: And somebody who didn't know anything about the story or anything like that, and watching it in 2019, I don't think this movie holds up very well.
1: Yeah, you want to know what the uh, like, review scores are?
0: Yes, and before we go into that, I would say that movies like Gone with the Wind, which are even older, I think holds up. I was more entertained with that movie than this one. Oh. I kept getting, like, those moments where you're like, shit, like, what time <laughs> is it? Is this shit over? Like, Yeah. And you, you, you pause it or something, you see that there's, like, a half a movie left, you're like, oh, oh, oh no.
1: Yeah, it did seem kind of meh. Anyways, so IMDb gives it a 7.1 out of 10. Uh, oh, Rot- that's not bad. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 64%, and Metacritic has it at a 41%, being the lowest rated. Let's see what Metacritic has to say about this movie. All right. So, Critic Review. I love reading these things.
0: I love reading these things. I do,
1: I do. So, let me read... A bad one, first. Oh, whew, whew, whew. so, uh, Reader from by, or Dave Kerr from Reader, uh, gave it a ten. Francis Ford Coppola's gang... A ten
0: out of a hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is as moony about death as one from my one from the heart was over romance. The film is unremitting in its morbid sentimentality running its teenage characters through a masochistic ga- gamut of beatings, killings, burnings Damn and su- it. and gamut of beatings, killings, burnings and suicides. Uh, the Globe and Mail by Jay Scott. This is gave it a 50. This is an honestly moving ungainly film. Um, and the highest rated score was from John a- Engstrom from the Boston Globe, the director gives us a small, sincere, and nearly perfectly realized film about adolescents in Oklahoma, aptly entitled The Outsiders. Uh, and he gave it a 75.
0: The highest is a 75. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, C plus, that's pretty much what I gave it.
1: Somebody with my name. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's weird.
0: Rhianne and Kay.
1: Yeah. In 2008. These are all users interesting
0: well uh, let us know if you've seen this movie or if you ever plan on watching this in your lifetime (laughs) yeah Uh, we're gonna hopefully get back on a streak where we can do these every week we've been kind of uh, falling off with other things going on in life so we'll try to keep up with these and uh, we'll pull another movie for next week and get back on here
1: I think you'd be a greaser
0: why are we still talking about it (laughs) Well, would you be?
1: I'd totally be a greaser.
0: I don't think I'd be a greaser. I can't even grease my hair. Like, what? yeah, but like. I mean, you can. It just soaks into the scalp, and then you, <laughs> and then it just looks like I have strong ass curls. I mean, maybe I'd be a You We don't know much about the Soches, though. Like, all well, we know is they're that they're from the south side.
1: Well, they're supposed to be like more privileged. They have. Like, they look
0: like they have better shit.
1: Yeah, they have like better families, so you know.
0: But it's like. There's not any real determination between the two. Like, why do they hate each other? There's no real connection.
1: Just how it was, babe.
0: No, it wasn't. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time on another Extras episode of our Next Step podcast. Until then, um, uh... You're dim. Peace out. Bye. Cheese Ree.
1: Thanks for listening to our episode of Next Up. Please hit that subscribe button if you liked what you heard, and we can't wait to hear from you guys next time.